Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. After tonight, there is only one more episode of the David Makes Man After Show left, and you don't want to miss special guest Logan Rosos on tonight's episode. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Happy Hump Day, everybody. It is your favorite after show on a Wednesday night, the David Makes Man After Show. I'm your host, Sahai Wilson, and welcome. Tonight, we will be covering episode nine, Some I Loved Who Are Dead. But first, let me introduce you to my beautiful panel. We have Zakia. Zakia books our guest. She is a publicist and a brand manager. And she's going to give us her take on everything that happens in the PJs. Hi, Zakia. Hello, guys. So happy to be here. Welcome back. And then Josh. What's up? How you doing? I'm chilling. Josh is our resident dad. He gives us gives us the male perspective. He's also a preacher's kid. So and a stylist. If you guys didn't see from his fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your host, Sahai Wilson. Thank you for having me. I'm a producer, and I like to give you the behind the scenes takes on what's really going on with your favorite shows. But first, we're going to start with our special guest. You may know him as Star, and his real name is Logan Rosos. Everyone, please welcome Logan. What's up? Hi. So Logan is coming to us from the East Coast, so it's late, so we won't keep you up long. But how have you been? How has your experience been like with all this feedback from David Makes Man and the fans? Oh, it's been so great. Um, The fans are like, they're so engaged in the characters and they have such insightful takes on everything. And like people are picking up on symbolism and character development and ideas that I didn't even realize were going on. And just seeing people, people really love Star and they love what he brings to the show. And that's great for me because I love Star and I love this show. So we love Star. Yes, we do. Um, I'm not sure if you heard me say this last week, but you and Saren are out on the road together. You're, you're, you know, you hit the streets, you've escaped. Now, I feel like there should be a spinoff, Star and Saren. What are your thoughts on this? I would watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So Zakia also had some news and gossip that pertains to you. I did. Hi, Logan. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So we saw that you were on the cover of Times. Well, not the cover, but you were in the article of Times Magazine. How does it feel to be so, to be honored in uh, being like a star in Hollywood right now as a transgender male? How do you feel? It's it's so it's Mm -hmm. to say that like it's a dream come true would be like an understatement to me. Um, It's more than anything I ever thought would happen in my life. And it's it's so great seeing how many people um, have read that article in time, which is about not just me, but about um, all sorts of trans men Mm -hmm. acting and being on TV Mm -hmm. Um, and people just responding to it and being glad that they see people who are like them or even if they're they're not trans seeing trans people being 
shown in their full humanity and in all sorts of different roles and getting to learn about the community. It's just, it's so great. And I, I mean, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for Terrell and all the great people that David makes man. So it just makes me really grateful for them. No, for sure. I feel like you're doing something so monumental and you're a force behind this new generation who's now accepting and understanding. And we want to congratulate you. I'm so proud of you. I love you. And you're so cute on screen and in person. (laughs) And we also seen you were with Nate, who was Saren. So you guys are in Tampa. You met up again? Yeah. um, (laughs) What happened? Where'd you guys meet? Yeah, me and Nader, we both live in New York. He lives on Long Island, and I live in the Bronx. Oh, um, BF's in the house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we're both we're around the same age, and we, we look pretty similar, so we go in for a lot of the same roles. Um, so I ran into him at an audition on Monday, um, and we were reading for the same role. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, goodness. How How is that, just reading for the same role? Did you, was it, like, competition, or is friendly competition? No, it's like... I, our, both of our parents were there and, um, you know, we were all just chatting and talking about like how much we miss being in Florida and shooting the show. And we were like, you know, if one of us gets it, then that was meant to be. And no one's going to be mad at anyone because like no one can take something that was meant for you. It, what, what's meant to happen is going to happen. Right. How did you prepare for your role as star? Um, it was a lot of like getting into like feelings of of being like rejected or abandoned because you know star has to leave his home because his family isn't accepting Mm -hmm. and he has to learn to trust miss elijah and make these make these new friends and these new attachments with jg and david and siren um and that's not my my family's wonderful and they're accepting and they help me in my acting and they accept me being transgender and so having to get into that feeling and that mode um was really how I prepared. And also, like, Star is, he's he's very wise, and he watches and he listens uh, more than he talks. And that's not really me. Um, <laughs> I was more of a talker, so it was, you know, sitting back and, and watching and listening more. Nice. So, outside of acting, what do you like to do? Um, I like to draw. I like to paint. I, I like to write. Um, just, like, anything creative. Um, yeah. So... As far as your dream roles, uh, we see the success you've had with David Makes Man. And considering the, the the objects of the things you say you just like to do now, how would you combine those in your acting, your writing, and your, your creativity? Um, I was actually, I was having dinner with um, Gillian Williams, who plays Siren's mother, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Kelly, mm. um, <laughs> on Sunday. Um, she's a wonderful lady. Like, the, the DMM fam, like, it's real. We're so close. Um oh. And she told me, like, I hate to break this to you, but you're not just an actor. You're also a writer and a director. And you got to embrace that. Wow. Uh, and I was like, and because Gillian is also, she's a wonderful writer and a brilliant acting teacher. And, like, she's a multi-talented woman. So she sort of told me, like, you, you can, you don't have to ever feel like you got put in a box. You can be, you can go out there and you can you can express all your different passions. Okay. And and one of the questions that I would like to ask all the guests is, I mean, speaking of being around such talented people, you're around Oprah, you're around Michael B. Jordan, you're around Lucian and all these people, these amazing creatives. Uh, what was it like to meet Oprah? Um, it was, it all happened so fast. I was at, I, she, cause she visited the set 
while I wasn't called. So I, I didn't get to meet her down in Florida. I didn't meet her until the premiere. Um, and I was at the premiere and I was sitting there, I was eating some ceviche, um, <laughs> the chocolate fountain and Travis Coles, who, who plays Miss Elijah, uh, walks up to me and is like, we're, we're meeting Oprah, put down your plate. We're meeting Oprah. And I was like, what? Um, and then, you know, I, I walk over and I'm like, hello, ma'am. Like, it's such an honor to meet you. And she's like, you know, like knock it off with all the shyness. Just gives me a big hug and make sure that everyone gets lots of pictures with us. And it's like, I'll make sure those pictures get to you. Um, wow. It was, yeah, really nice. And, you know, more than you expect, you know, because you're like, okay, she's Oprah. Like, she she doesn't have to give me the time right. of day. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> now we are on our second to last episode. Can you tell us anything about, has there been talk about season two? Have you heard anything yet? I can say that, you know, the fans really like it. Mm-hmm. I've seen multiple people like on Twitter being like, I'll send letters. Right. Uh, I'll tweet <laughs> Oprah and tell her to give her season two. Um, you know, I, I, I can't tell you more than that, but I will say that um, there's always more ideas in Terrell McCraney's head. Yes. So keep, keep a lookout. Okay, yes. great. And for, for people, for anyone that haven't, that hasn't seen the show yet, what would you want them, what would you say to them to make them watch and, and, and really get to know your character? Um, I would say um, you want to see, if you want to see a show where black people and brown people get to just be themselves fully and they don't have to fit into a box and they don't have to be a, a caricature or a stereotype and you have, you have trans people and you have gay people and you have queer people and you have people dealing with trauma and addiction and mental illness. Um, and it's all very honest um, and uncompromising. There's no other place you can see that. Mm. Um, I can't think of any other show that's like that. Mm. Well, thank you so yes, much, so. Logan, thank for being you. with us yeah. all the way from thank the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. And we'll see you uh, in the next ex- episode, hopefully, and hopefully in season two. Season yes. two. Hopefully. Okay. All right. Um, Have a good night. Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. So that was our interview with Logan, who plays Star on David Makes Man. Um, Let's get into our overall thoughts on tonight's episode. Okay. Zakia. Well, everything when it came full circle, I felt like in tonight's episode, we saw a lot of truths. We saw... The storm brought in some craziness. Mm. Mm. Those dinner tables and that storm brought in the worst out of everyone. Yeah, we gonna talk I, about uh, that. Yeah, oh. Joshua. Oh, okay. Thoughts? I I actually think the hurricane was the lesser of the storms that took place amongst all the families. Mm-hmm. I think it was a cleansing part. Yeah, I think the I think the hurricane outside was the uh, the peace. Okay. Okay. Like because, washing everything away, maybe? No, was the peaceful part of the storm. Right. Because the storms that the families were getting into with Desmond and Teal Teo and Raynan, and then um, with uh, David and uh, his mother, Gloria, and her mother, mm. I feel like those family, those familiar storms mm-hmm. were worse than... The actual hurricane that was taking place. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when I was saying that it's a cleansing thing, you know, it's water. So mm-hmm. water what washes right. things away. But it, but yeah, and you know when yeah, it rains, well, it kind of hurricane water is not that clean. No, I'm saying, but my perspective. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Right, right. Uh, is that it just 
you know, rain, when it rains, you know how people calm down, things slow down. That's but, true. But, and so that's, it, it was stormy outside and stormy inside. But like, I agree mm-hmm. that the storm outside was a little bit uh, calmer yeah. than what was happening inside. Yes. So we started with this Willie, this beautiful Willie Derrick, like, uh, funeral scene yeah um and then we saw willie's face on at points and then we saw young jg's face Mm -hmm. why do we think that happened i I don't know i think i think it was foreshadowing personally okay um Uh, and i also wanted to give a shout out to uh whoever was the dp on this or whoever the creative who decided to um do this scene like that because Mm -hmm. if anyone's ever seen the movie daughters of the dust by julie dash who wrote and directed that independent film it reminds me of that with everybody in white and it being like the ceremony there's a certain that ceremony does have a name to it and i can't think of the name of it but it's it's formatted in a way where there is choreographed dancing and mourning and Mm -hmm. things yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like a regular church ceremony. no of course not what did you guys think of that that scene i thought that was the most powerful scene that we've seen this entire episode for me Mm -hmm. um just movement sometimes i feel like we can when we dance we actually are explaining so much more mm-hmm. other than like rather than using our words through our body movement um so everything was just amazing at that moment and then the transfer the transition from seeing Willie Derrick's face and JG's face I'm like is this foreshadowing mm-hmm. or this these were David's thoughts as well so sometimes I feel like when someone else is someone dies I don't know if anyone else has this um go ahead but when someone dies, they feel like, do you ever see yourself in that person's situation? Okay. Or like you, I, I, I felt that feeling like if someone, or you thought about someone. Like, damn, it could have been me there? Yeah. Not or, like, like, oh, not okay. like that. But <laughs> it makes you examine it, your life. It makes you examine the people mm-hmm. in your life and what's going on in your life or someone mm-hmm. who passed away previously and how you felt. And so, or was it foreshadowing? Is JG in trouble? It it was a lot. I don't I don't know because I can't see JG going so soon. I don't want to. Well, you know he but... finds trouble. He <laughs> finds trouble wherever he goes. Right. He does, but JG hasn't shown me anything obsessive about his situation. Like I haven't seen him carrying guns. I mm-hmm. haven't seen him getting involved in the nitty gritty of selling drugs. He's more so outspoken and pugilistic. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was eleven years old or twelve. I wasn't, I was outspoken. I've always been outspoken. I wasn't as pugilistic, but I did not allow people to take advantage of me. Mm -hmm. So I don't see anything from JG that warrants anything major. I think what's happening is David has, um, he he likes to protect people. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for him to see JG and Willie Derrick shoes because of their ages and because they hung out. So to me, it makes him... I think honestly, that's what is going to be the the turning point for JG. Seeing mm-hmm. his friend die like this, yeah. it'll either make him not want to use drugs, or the fact that he is so you know he's talking about yeah, this is the first time I lost somebody in the game. Like it, it's he, it's very natural right. for him. So I feel like either he's gonna go one way or the other. He's gonna kind of get deeper into it because the fa- he was very comfortable in that environment at his granddaddy's house talking to that woman as she smoked. You right. see what I'm saying? And he kind of finds his way into certain situations. But I'm not, I don't want to wish bad on him. Right. But no, of course not. Yeah. I don't I don't see that at all. Mm-hmm. I see that J- like he's all talk and no bark and or no bite. Mm-hmm. So I see that David is the one who's actually really like heavy in this mm-hmm. game and yes. he doesn't speak at all. So I kind of foreshadow David being the reason why 
um, if anything, hopefully that doesn't happen, that JG is hurt. Because JG, is he's just a little boy who just talking a whole mm-hmm, lot mm-hmm. and just exaggerating his entire life. Yes. He's just being a, a kid, an annoying kid. But, but then he got loud with his own grandma, cursed at her. He, so he bad. He's bad. Well, but, he, I hasn't, mean, he hasn't been haven't, taught the respect yet yeah. on that level. I mean, people baby him, but um, but the fact that he's he's his bark is getting louder. That's what I'm seeing now. He, his yeah. personality is changing but from that little cute baby baby to he's getting there's more anger coming up inside it's him. just words though like he's not actually in the game he's not actually doing any work in mm-hmm. the game he's not putting nothing down to, to he's not even but there's a reason it. they put his face on that shirt so we'll yeah. we'll see so i also wanted to point out um the fact that other people stayed behind we saw shinobi stay behind mm-hmm. and he's seen the dead willie derrick um image like he, he, that's difficult for him Miss Elijah and Miss Hertrude are together, and we saw Marissa praying for Saren. So all those people, they didn't evacuate. I thought it was interesting that they stayed yeah. at mm-hmm. their homes. It was interesting. Um, I did want to speak on Tear mm-hmm. and uh, David. Mm-hmm. So um, Tear's real name is Teshi. Teshi. Teshi uh, Thomas. Teshi Thomas. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to commend her. She's a really good actress and dancer mm-hmm. and, and dancer. dancer. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to speak on something that I saw between the two of them based off the styling. Styling the uh, outfits. The okay, okay. Okay, so Tear was wearing a yellow hoodie. Okay. And David was wearing just a striped t-shirt. Mm-hmm. In reference in love, yellow represents friendship. Right. And so when I saw them together, I noticed David's, uh, David's subconscious wanted to hold her face and embrace her. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like she looked at him more like a friend. And I think the yellow was a representation that they probably won't have a relationship mm-hmm. as much as we felt like they wanted to. We wanted to. Now, I'm not sure if they did that on purpose, but, you know, I've styled on set for a long time. So mm-hmm. that's why I kind of see that yellow represents friendship more than romance. I love that scene when he held her face because you know what it's like when you're young and you have a crush. Right. It's those stolen two minutes where you get to interact with them that you like. Um, But that was also a point where David got to cry in front of her. He had been so strong prior to that and he was able to like just kind of relax with her. Just like she fell into him, he was Mm -hmm. able to cry on her shoulder. I like that. I want to mention something, too, about um, Shinobi seeing Willie Derrick. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was full circle because in the past episodes, we saw that Shinobi was... He was the only person that saw David see Sky, And he didn't know that that was who David was was talking talking to. to. But it's just so crazy that now he is seeing Willie Derrick. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was like one of those... Out of many, full but circle. that was one of those full circle mm-hmm. moments. Zaki was writing a whole bunch of I notes was. on this she one. She was. Y'all should see it. It's big too, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Let's give you some notes on our favorite after shows. Uh, Josh, you want to tell us about? Yes, I do want to tell everyone about it. First, I want to say thank you all for making us the ESPN of TV talk. We are here at AfterBuzz Television, and we could not be doing these things without you present. So if you are on YouTube, if you are on iTunes, Spotify, please make sure that you give us a thumbs up. Give us five stars. Let us know how we're doing. In the chat, I'm looking at the chat now. I'll see a few fans in the chat. Make sure you let us know how you think about the shows. We'll be happy to shout them out, and we'll be happy to shout you out. Thank you so much for supporting us, and keep it up. Yes, and to shout out everyone that commented last week, we have Bayou Chic. Uh, we have Jamie Dupree. Uh, we have eBay the Ebo. Yes. Uh, yes. That's yeah, our I like uh-huh. eBay. <laughs> <laughs> we have Everyday People 629. Oh, Everyday People. Uh huh. Yvonne Scott, Rio D, Aida Herbert, 
Phyllis and Phyllis Crosby. Thank you guys so much for getting deep and breaking it down in the chat. Yes. So back to the episode. And don't forget to stay tuned for some of our special segments. We're going to talk, do our segment Skies High, and we're going to do our prediction. So yes. back to the episode. Uh, we also had Teo Teo and Desmond. Oh, can we talk about it? Yeah. Now, this is going to be up for discussion because y'all heard one thing and I'm like, did we? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. So you go first. Hi. Um, is this a battle? Like, dang, y'all. No, I mean, like, why y'all look at me? No, 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 I want to. We, it's all love here <laughs> no, David no, makes no, man after not, show. Dang, we no, ain't in the bill. I, I want to hear, hear your opinion. Okay, yeah. so one of the big things that we, um, there was a dinner party where mm-hmm. uh, we got to see Raynan's mom. Yeah. She's cooking mofongo. She's Dominican, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, they Do have, we know what mofongo is? I'm it's not... like a plant, a dish with, with green plantain. Oh, okay. Mashed green plantain. Okay. So, then uh, Desmond shows up after mm-hmm. Tio Teo does, and Raynan is shook. He's like, he doesn't know what's happening Super here. Um, and we we don't we also don't know what's happening. We don't know who set who up. What's is is something gonna happen to Raynan? Is something gonna happen to Desmond? But then we see this dinner table argument um, where Desmond, well, Raynan pulls a knife on Desmond. Right, a okay. butter knife. A butter knife. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a knife, too. It was a little butter knife. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'm looking down writing notes, I miss things. So one of the things, the basic, the thing, the biggest thing we were debating was, was Desmond just, like, trying Raynan's patience by saying, I, I, like, that he slept with his mom, or did they really sleep together? So... I think so. You guys go first. We think they slept together. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Yes. Um, okay. First of all, she honestly, her, his mother's reaction to a lot of things at first was odd to me because I'm like, she is too calm in this. And mm. then we learned that his mother was in the game, and mm-hmm. then that she knows he's in the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, from um, an aunt standpoint, because I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. But I am so disappointed. Like, if you saw that your son was going down that path and you didn't want him to be down that path, so you claim, why are you letting him go down that path? How can she stop him? I mean, now, speaking from a, a, a man's perspective, yes. I remember being 11 years old mm-hmm. telling my mom and dad that I hated school. My dad is a big dude. Right. Okay, so you taking a chance when you talk like that. But you were willing to take but that I was risk. But I was, at that point, I decided at 11 years old, whatever consequence was going to be had, it was going to be had because my opinion was more important. So if I'm 11 and I felt that way, now granted, I did well in school. My daddy is a big man. <laughs> but Raina now is, what, 17, 18 years yeah. old? Mm-hmm. How can she physically stop him? And Teo Teo's not going to stop him because he can use him to make money. And- and then the, what Raynan is doing is bringing money probably to the home. They right. lost the income that Sky was bringing oh, in, right. you know, because you didn't notice she was still wearing her wedding ring. So it's not like she, it didn't seem like she and Sky were like estranged or broken up. Like right. he was still in. He was that. active. Yeah, yeah. It, they they still had some sort of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she can't she can't also stop him because it's like how is she gonna tell him not to do something that she did too. Right. Yeah. Well, nah, I look at that a different way because there are some things that you do as a parent that you learn from. And so you try to teach your children differently. Right. So I just, the whole interaction to me, the calmness that she had, it was shocking in the beginning. After we found out, we were like, that's why she's so calm because she saw it happening and she made a reference to it. You're gone all day. 
You come back late at night, she maybe not, sometimes she not. not. She's right. just, yeah. I think she's just turning a blind eye. Right, because he you didn't know? know that she knew. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't know that she was in the game. So right, right, he didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Now, um, oh, and then, wait, the other question about Desmond. Yeah. Okay. I think Desmond purposely let Raynan know that they were messing around mm-hmm. because he made a reference a few episodes ago and I, I wish Lucian were here yeah. tonight. Okay, <laughs> Lucian, Lucian, you in the chat? You. Where you at? Where I you miss at? you, Lucian. <laughs> but uh, a few episodes ago, Desmond made a reference to Raynan. It was when they were in the apartment uh, right before the party, I believe, and Raynan was nervous because Desmond popped up and he said something about, I, I know about your life, boy. Or I know where you live, boy. Okay, whatever. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he did whatever, whatever he said and it let me know that Desmond knew that Raynan was not a true gangster. Mm-hmm. And so now, a few episodes later, full circle, Desmond is like, he walks in the house comfortably. Mm-hmm. I mean, mama didn't have big eyes. Like, who is this? She was just like, come on, boy, get you something to eat. And I'm thinking, he is like, you know, this is her her brother's friend, so she she's familiar with him. That's why I thought she was She right. is familiar with but him. But I'm also <laughs> thinking that's why it was so easy for Desmond to just kill Skye, not to mention that he's crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you're having an, an affair or you're sleeping with Skye's what wife? I mean, you like. So did he ahead. eliminate the threat? He he basically did, and he don't he doesn't like Raina because he doesn't respect Sky. So I, does the mom know that Desmond killed Sky? I don't think they know that. I mean, okay. I think it was news to Raina that this relationship was happening, if it's happening. But also, why didn't they bring it up? Like, if you sleeping with a dude, like if why didn't why wasn't there just a couple of lines where Raynan called his mom out like, mom, how could you do this? You know what I'm saying? Because he was too to focused on Desmond. He's afraid of Desmond. I don't know. That's the that's the only thing that made me like did was he just like just jabbing at him or mm-hmm. did it was it did it really happen? Um, so also, hot. we a man. Look, can, can we not have varied opinions here? This no, evening? no, Jesus. I'm just saying, you, you you put me. I'm one here for the male's perspective. Yeah, but no, no we but, can, we can, yeah, we can well, have different I, opinions. I'm just like yeah. it's, just different. <laughs> it's just different. Um, is Raynan lying about the whole Desmond thing to save his own ass? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because David said, we have to give T.O. Tail yes. somebody to focus on. Right. Yep. I just so, wrote that down as a question when, yeah. when it just happened. Yes. Um, and T.O. Tail, I feel like he, like he said, he can't kill Raynan or hurt Raynan because it's going to hurt his sister. Too so much. he, So Desmond was the only person that technically would have hurt Raining and they got they eliminated Desmond. Now they're still going to make the same the money behind um, T.O. Tail back. Mm-hmm. But now we see that David... Again, he's the kingpin, and mm-hmm. even even Teotel said you need to kiss the um, the, the ground, ground he's that walking on. He walk but on. do we be, do we think Teotel believes Raining? Because I don't think he does. I think he let he let Raining think, oh yeah, you you gonna flip it, turn it on this dude because Raining is lying. They are making more money. He didn't. He revealed the prescription drug thing, but he blamed it on said that Desmond was stealing the money. I think Teotel may still have it out for Raining. I think I think he believes him. I think he believes. I, I think he believes him, and he's gonna try to kill Desmond. But we do notice that David got some new clothes and shoes, like you said. So I did. He, he has some new kicks. <laughs> he he, he ain't sweating, no David, no more. He didn't go to the swap meet. <laughs> well, he took those new clothes and shoes over to his grandmama house, who was played by the beautiful Miss Lila Roshan. Yes. yes. So we saw this difficult relationship between Miss Gloria and her mother, who was very religious who we mm. found out Miss Gloria was uh, abused, sexually abused by her own father. Yep. And her mom caught them and just turned a blind eye. Isn't Now that's a blind eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, what is this? 
the fact that we often hear these stories about very religious people kind of, you know, saying, turning a blind eye and saying, like, kind of, God will fix this. Right. Why do you think they chose to bring that up in this episode? Like, use that perspective for the mom. Well, I don't... So for I can't really speak for the mom per se, but I can say for Gloria, now we understand where her pain has come from and why mm-hmm. she was addicted to drugs mm-hmm. and the friendship that she did gain with Elijah. Mm-hmm. So now that we see that um we're in that standpoint, and I just feel like with a mother it's so sad, but it's it often happens where you try to not think that that happened and she's blaming gloria like you were tempting yeah i think you were tempting woman to woman you know you as you you see those relationships with mothers and daughters sometimes and sometimes the mother wants to hold on to the man and they think the daughter is the one tempting the man when that wasn't the case here yes Um, because a kid is knows what to do to tempt a grown man right 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 and And now and then parents, I think it's also just speaking to the fact that when your children tell you something believe them but and then look so we have Gloria, who was a, an abused child, and then Saren, who was an abused child. And I think that duality is very interesting. The fact that she used, at that age, she blatantly told her mother, and her mother did not believe her. Right. So maybe that's a reason, you know, uh, Saren didn't But that's even a lot of, that's, in, that's emotional. That's one of the aces that I discussed a few years, uh, a few weeks ago. It's one of the emotional neglects Mm -hmm. that your child confides in you. And she said it. She said, you're the one person who was supposed to keep me safe. And the mother doesn't want to believe that her husband would do something like that. But yet she believes her daughter would. Right. Right. Isn't that crazy? But now that gets me to think that maybe Saren is in a similar situation. Because we don't know if he didn't tell his mom. He could have told his mom this is happening. His Mm -hmm. mom was probably like, oh, no, you're lying. And that's why she's overly affected, Mm -hmm. uh, affectionate with Ray. Maybe mm, I don't know. This yeah. is my prediction. This, what a, this you, yeah, that's it's not a, that's, a bad one. You though. know, it's a I, good one. I you never know. I also think it's very funny how the grandma and um, David are similar in a sense. Like I see that I the, the, the the part that of David that has to be structured and mm-hmm. prim and proper reminded mm-hmm. me of the grandma. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like when and when she held him to at towards the end mm-hmm. when he said to Gloria, like, had you not you know, been with my father, your life would have been different. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's like the grandma was like, baby, I, I, I totally agree. It's like they, they were yeah. on the same side in that moment. You know what I'm saying? The difference is the grandmother lives in a state of denial. Right, right, right. But David is very forthright and forthcoming. Right. But he has that ability to kind of be this conservative person. That's the mm-hmm. person he puts out to people when he's trying to like play this role as yeah. this, right. this, 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 prim proper person can um, we talk about how he came out of character in front of woodstrap well that was last week i know we're yeah. here and I, we got a limited time but i do want to well get i was going to bring it forth to this you no know, because i want to get to the drugs because that okay. was the other area that we okay. kind of differed on mm-hmm. so we saw david you miss gloria you know she was going for a water bottle we assume she's having her her cycle david hands her a pill mm-hmm. i saw the pill i don't know if we saw him unravel a package but we handed her a pill i was like maybe it's aspirin and y'all were like no it's drugs and then we see her like go into this slumber and uh-huh. i was like okay that didn't aspirin didn't do that <laughs> aspirin didn't do that why do we think he chose to do that to his mom again so what i see again is a correlation between 
uh, Tia Teo and him having a conversation with Rain and saying, it's your own people. Mm-hmm. And now we have David who is giving his mom the very drugs that she was, he was trying to avoid um, her from taking. And I feel like he's thinking he's doing her a favor because he sees the stress upon her. Right. But now he, he might be starting something that he just can't very well finished and again he's been constantly jumping out of a child's place yeah and she's been constantly telling him like you yeah need to i'm relax. the adult here i'm the adult yeah because if you've ever seen if you've ever been in a situation where your parent is like the black sheep of the family mm-hmm. and you see their own relatives especially their mother attack them as your ch- as their child you want to protect your parent and you want to make them feel better and i think that's what david was trying to do by giving yeah. her this he 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 who, we don't know if this is his first time hearing that his mother was sex- sexually abused by her own father right. so that's hard for him i think he just wants to make her feel better he knows like you said she's under a lot of stress she sues herself with the candy that she, she hid in the the back of the picture and mm-hmm. he tries to soothe her with with what he had so mm-hmm. Okay. I think that was um, that was tonight's episode. So let's quickly get into some of our special segments. Um, we'll go, go into Sky's High real quick. Yo, what's up, everybody? So check it out. So Sky's High has changed, although we haven't been able to execute it the past few weeks. We've had wonderful guests on the show. Sky's High is the lesson that was learned uh, due to the everything that Sky taught. So there were two lessons learned in this episode. Mm-hmm. One was David. When he accused Raynan of not being able to take the beating or the, you know, the the castigating of Sky to him, mm-hmm. and he went and called Teal Tail, and all of a sudden Sky's dead. So the lesson there is that what David learned from Sky was that you deal with your problems on your own time, your way. Mm-hmm. You don't run from them. You don't find anybody to come and fight those battles for you. But that also speaks to last week when I saw the how David uh, confronted Woodstrap. He fought his own battle. Mm-hmm. This week he's confronting his mother in a different type away he's fighting that battle as well Mm -hmm. so david has proven himself to learn that lesson from sky the other one was uh Mm raining learning the lesson that it doesn't matter what happened with his father the veal still loves his dad the veal still respects his dad and they still carry those lessons with them that was the other lesson that that sky taught them like you stick to the love that you have the support that you have that's what's going to carry you through so those are my renditions of sky's high for this week i think also we learned that sky's name is scott and yes, when Scott. we heard that, mm-hmm. I was like, it made me think of him as a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Like, Sky is the hustler, the guy from the hood, but Scott is the guy that was married, that bought that beautiful home and ring for yeah. his family. So mm-hmm. it made me think of that. Also, like you said with mm-hmm. Raynan, he, I think he he's working to emulate his dad, but he will never be Sky. Right. No. And I think we learned, too, about friends. Like, friends are can be your escape. Mm-hmm. They can be someone you go to to lean on when yeah. um David was having the conversation with his mom. She's mm-hmm. like he's like, that's why my name is Elijah. My mm-hmm. middle name we that learned was that. So beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. David's middle name is Elijah Lord because is our God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we learned the how Miss Elijah and Miss Gloria became friends. He helped her escape from this horrible home life right. she yeah. had. It did expose her to other things, but you know, he did rescue her and their friendship well, was so important. And the song that was playing most of the show, sometimes I feel like a motherless child, which, <clears throat> you know, originally was courted by Bessie Griffin, for those who may not know. Thank but, you, thank you. <laughs> all right. But anyway, um, that song speaks so much because if you think of what a motherless child would be like, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're out in the open. You don't have anybody to protect you. You're trying to navigate by yourself. Well, look at the whole episode. Everybody seems to start navigating alone mm-hmm. with no type of guidance. Mm-hmm. It was just very important to have that song in this episode. Yeah, Miss yeah. Gloria ain't got no mama. After yeah. She's like, I'm done with you after this yeah like we out we out shout and then, out 
Yeah. No, sorry, we um, Jay, uh, Willie Gregg's mama was she she ain't got no child no more. Yeah. What were we gonna say, Zakia? I was gonna say shout out to the music producer uh, Jabari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we'll go into our predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Josh, I'll start with you. Okay, well, first things first. I think this storm that took place caused a greater storm and I think that I, I think as far as Saren and David I want to speak on that mm-hmm. I think David I think David is going to give up the goods on Saren but I don't know to who yet mm. I think he's going to tell somebody like not where Saren is but that he's aware that Saren has left mm-hmm. and as far as Raynan I think Raynan is in a world of trouble Raynan you in danger yeah like if, if he doesn't get protection from Teo Teo Desmond is going to find his way to Raynan or Desmond is going to turn on Teo Teo and Raymond and Raynan and hold him the mom hostage mm-hmm. I see something like that Desmond like is that. determined so I like that yeah. what are your thoughts I, I, I see the dif- uh differently. I think the rain, I think after a big storm like this, there all there's always a calm, there's always rainbows, stuff grow after this. Mm-hmm. So I see growth with our characters. All right. I, yes. <laughs> I, I, I see um some hope and a little bit of light. So okay. I'm hoping that everyone this is this is it. We've revealed everything. We we dug it all up. Let's plant those seeds and grow a, a new and grow a, new a second season yes, the <laughs> I think um, we're definitely going to see what's going on between Saren and Star like the fact that they're still on the road together mm-hmm. and you know again this idea that I have for this spinoff I think is an amazing idea I think it'd be great but I think you know Saren's going to be have the opportunity to just be more of himself while he's away but I do agree I think somebody's going to find out that uh <laughs> Everything okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said something in the chat that's important that it may answer my question. Okay. So JL O'Brien, who has been chatting the whole show, thank you JL. Mm-hmm. If that's I'm just call you JL. That's cool. <laughs> I think the story about friends that Glow told Day mm-hmm. uh, is her way of telling Day that she knows he helped Saren escape. Mm-hmm. So okay. maybe Gloria may be the one who David, you know, confides in. Yeah, I think yeah. that definitely would happen. Um, the fa- he's kind of this situation with learning about her past it's definitely helped David respect her more and understand right. her more because he's not a, he's a smart kid and she keeps saying that yeah. and maybe that's why she also was like you're smart she knows okay you were smart enough to pull this yeah. off so um I also, I'm still a little worried about JG, but I'm also worried about Shinobi. What's going to happen to him, child? Oh. What's going to happen? And then Desmond, child, you in danger too, but Raynan, you know, this whole <laughs> lie is going to come back to them in the last episode of the David Makes Man season one series, guys. <sighs> We would love to have a season two. We yes. love this show so much. The fans love this show so much. So anything we can do to bring this back, we would love it. So, Zakia, where can they find you if they want to talk more David Makes Man? Guys, if you want to talk to me, reach out to me on Instagram at Zakia W underscore. Make sure you tune into Top Boy. I cover that on Sundays. And also tune into... I forgot what else I cover, but that's it. <laughs> oh, you do... Um, American. Yes, I do all American all on American. Wednesday. <laughs> and Josh. All right. Well, you can find me on social media at Cleverly Clad. 
and I do the Masked Singer Wednesdays at six at seven p.m. and I'll start Legacies season two tomorrow Thursdays at ten p.m. Okay, and you can find me here next week on the David Makes Man After Show. My name is Sahai. You can find me on social media at Say Hi Sahai. Thank you guys again, and see you next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 